Ozzy the Sports Junkie here from the No Holds Barred with Ozzy and Jake podcast. Let me tell you something. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First off, it's free. Free is good. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. There's never been a better time to get your voice heard. And there's never been an easier way to do it than Anchor Podcast. They take all the legwork out of it. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. You can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. So check them out today. Get yourself heard. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started today. Hi, this is Dave Wills of Tampa Bay Rays. You're listening to Ozzy and Ozzy Radio Network. Hi, it's Man Cal Muller, and you're listening to Ozzy, the sports junkie. Get addicted, man. <laughs> this Ozzy, the sports junkie guy, doesn't scare me. I got chunks of guy like that in my stool. Hey, this is John Daly. Listen to Ozzy, the sports junkie. He thinks he knows what's going on, but you got to get it from me. But he knows a few things or two. Hi. Hi, this is Jim Palmer, and you're listening to Ozzy the Sports Junkie on... Hi, this is Evan Longoria, and you're listening to Ozzy the Sports Junkie. Can you turn that goddamn music down? Who the hell are you? Wreck Hell, it damn near killed him. That is great radio. That's the American fucking way. Because the food tastes great. I mean, there's no, there's no, I mean, it's chicken. It's fried chicken. It's fried chicken. I like fried chicken. All right. The No Holds Barred Radio Podcast Experience back on the airwaves. Ozzy the Sports Junkie. My cohort, Jake Jacobson. Hasn't been three weeks. It's been a while, but my God, it's good to see you. And uh, we're socially distancing ourselves apart. We have mouth coverings. And how you been, Jake? Ozzy, I'm uh, I'm excited. I I it was more me because of my uh, work at Publix, being in front of uh, four or five hundred people on a daily basis. I I was more worried about you than me, and I figured it the space unless we can do it from each other's homes. I didn't want to really do this, but you know when I spoke to you uh, late last week, I kind of like missed it, and I figured you know what the hell, let's give it a shot. Wear a mask, do our. Uh, you know, our distance between us. I got my sanitation Purell that has lasted me forever. I'll tell you what. Will you ever, ever, because like myself, you're a little germy, germaphobe going into this thing. I know I was. I guess I won't speak for you, but I think you're going to be, everybody's got to be a little extra germ-phobic phobic conscious yeah. out of this thing. It's, it's going to be a long, it's not like they're going to open business tomorrow. Would you go to a, uh, no. a Mets game tomorrow? No. Of course you would. I won't go to a restaurant. I have so many people involved with restaurants here that I become so friendly with through Publix. Right. That shop there for their, you know, for their uh, uh, inventory. Goods and services. And, you know, I give them some, you know, I can't give everybody a play here and there because it's too expensive, but I do take out from them occasionally. But the bottom line is I told them, I said, it's going to take me a while to come back into the restaurant. I'm, Absolutely. I, you know, here I am. People say, you work at Publix. You're seeing all these people. What is wrong with you? Uh, it's it's my gift to society of my appreciation of what society has given me. So I fi- kind of feel obligated to give it back by doing this. And I see people, look, I'm out of the house. I see people that I work with every day and I see customers. Not as much because they're kind of limiting their appearances there. Right. But I love to see them. Like our friend Garv, who has become a, oh. a friend of the Scott and Jake show 20 years ago and has now 
been introduced to No Holds Barred with Ozzy and Jake. And, you know, he comes in and shops there. And, he, you know, I love talking to him. And I love seeing people like that. Speaking of Garve, John Garvey, I asked him if he related to Steve Garvey. And we had a long day to say about it. And I had to show my Steve Garvey bobblehead doll. Um, he got a big kick out of that. I see that I got a... Oh, I thought you called your penis to Steve Garvey. What, I called him Davy Lopes. It was <laughs> my Davy Lopes doll. Um, Garve being a musician. Garve is officially... We're going to start this, Jake. The Listener of the Month Club. And Garve... You win every week. You win... Well, you, uh, once a year, you can win. All right. Garve, you just won the... G- Scott and... The... Scott Jake. Oh, yeah, go down to Venice and pick up your reward. The Ozzy and Jake, Bill Holds Bard, Listener of the Month. Not quite sure what the prize is. The prize could be you can come in and sit with us. Yeah, absolutely. So I'd love to have you down here. More importantly, I want to come over to your house and sit in that living room because I saw the review of Marina Jacks. Overlooking the bay. And it looks like, you know, a guy could get comfortable there on, on, on a Saturday night. Maybe you, I'll strum a few chords. You break out your your saxophone. Maybe just, you know, get some dissident. Maybe take some low-grade mescaline. Yeah, record an album. <laughs> you know, no junk, no soul is, is what... Uh, Miles Gar- Davis used to say. Garve is a good guy, and I appreciated his um, his uh, I know commitment to the Scott and Jake show originally, and now loves hearing us. So after a three-week hiatus, Guys. we are back on the air. We'll be on for the next 50 or so minutes. And, of course, we got um, you know things to talk about, but the main thing is the draft. But also the main thing is, will we ever see sports again? I know that is – I'll tell you what. How? What's the irony? The irony of all ironies. That the Bucks are putting together this dream yes. team, and now it's totally 50-50 whether they get a season in or and not. And if they lose, think about this. If they lose the season, what's that background? The Aussie the, the, the players were still going on. You are just, I gave the rest of the night off. If you lose the season, now next August, uh, Tom Brady 44. becomes 44. He loses a year. Gronkowski, who had a year off to heal his body, which I'm sure is still, it's football, it's still broken down. Sure. That leaves another year. So this could be really damaging, especially because of all the hype. <laughs> I don't know if these guys will live up to the hype, and it well, doesn't matter right now. All I know is there is excitement in this area with the Buccaneers, with Brady and Gronkowski and the great draft pick and the offensive tackle that comes, you know, he they got a top four, which at their position at the time at 13 or 14, you didn't know if they were gonna if they were gonna still be there, and they got Tristan Wirfs, who might be the best of the four of them. Right, they had to have one of the top four. They had to have him. I I would have rather gotten, but if they got a left tackle, then then you got to move Smith over. Somebody has got to move over. Smith is in the last year of his contract. He'll be gone after next year. Uh, a holding call. He put in eleven years. He's had a, he had a good run, but the, the time's over for our boy Demar. He's no longer on the team. But I really thought they could have added. Maybe they saw. I think they have signed some uh, un, some unsigned or undrafted free agents. Oh, I'm sure they did. We'll see what how it pans out. I was really shocked though, Jake, that they didn't take a running back with that second pick because J.K. Uh, Dobbins from Ohio State was on the board, a five star tool, five star uh, stud, I should they, say. They took defensive back Antoine Winfield, and we know we they've had problems right. for years. They really have. But as, as bad as a running game has been, their pass defense has maybe been worse. This guy better. Be good. He was the 45th pick overall, number two for the the Buccaneers. And the bottom line is, I told you, the hardest position in the NFL or maybe college as well to play, or high school even now with all the great passes in high school, is it being a defensive back, specifically a cornerback. And safety can roam around. He's, yeah, I got a feel for tackle, hit the guy and all that. But a cornerback is a guy who really sets the whole thing up. If you got a cover corner, a guy like Darrell Revis was or... 
uh, you know, all these great uh, Sanders. If you have a shutdown corner, even Rodney Barber, who sure. will be a Hall of Famer one day for the Buccaneers, if you have that guy, that sets everything up. So this Antoine, and they know, look, so many guys, teams make mistakes bringing guys in. If Winfield fits the bill, then it was the right pick. But it's a flop like many of have been for the Buccaneers, then they made a mistake not getting Dobbins from Ohio State. And I don't know if it was, who got Jonathan Taylor? Because he, I think he was off the board at that point, but... I, or, or I, I don't know who is on the board. I can find out if you want. I, uh, I was down here the night of the draft, not having any hookup for TV as far as channels go. I found out the goddamn thing was on ABC. I could have shot myself yes. in the face. It was so... Look, kudos to ESPN. And I guess the co-joined partners who ABC owns ESPN right. and vice versa. The way they set it up, I enjoy it. I didn't need the crowd there. I didn't need all the hugging and the showing off of the jerseys and, and walking that, up, and that just wastes time. Totally. And the, it, the interviews are so predictable. How's it feel? I just want to thank God, my coach, my maker, my mama, and go team. And uh, I want to say bye to Pookie and Ray Ray and Stevie and God again. And just get out. There was none of that. The happiest guy had to put, I put online, the happiest guy in the world had to be Goodell. So he just did nonstop booing. That is so old at this point. Yeah. I, all right, the Philly fans or the New York fans. They boo, if they pick Jesus Christ with the 33rd pick in the 2000 draft, they'd boo anybody just to boo anybody, just to be funny. And that joke's run old. Sure, New England had a problem with Goodell and the whole uh, inflate gate thing. It's over. They've won two Super Bowls since then. This guy is, is from where I'm sitting. He's running a very successful league that pulls in billions every year. Yeah, he's a prick. Probably well, he might is. be a prick, and so are half the owners in the league. And a suck-ass to make a lot of money. Makes $40 million a year. It's well, freaking insane. Well, when the, the, the league makes $3 billion, I understand. you better make that much. I understand. What does uh, that pinhead from the NBA make? He uh, is a. He looks like if, if uh, Ron Scott, uh, Ron Scott, if Ron... S- is it Silver? Yeah, Silver. Who's the, the, old, the former governor of Florida who looked like a snake? Now it's Scott, but... Uh, that, the, no. The former governor, the bald-headed guy, Scott, yeah, Rick Scott. Scott. Rick Scott. If he, had right, an uglier, if he had an uglier, skinnier brother, that's Silver. Did you see where the <laughs> fine folks of that's China... That's a good analogy, though. It does me? Yeah. Did you see the fine folks of China, the fine leader? And I, let me preface that by saying, I've been coming down hard Shoot. on the Chinese. It's not the Chinese people that I'm upset with. It's that blood-red commie dictator government that has their eyes set on U.S. of A. That's just my opinion. But the Chinese people... Hard-working, fine folks. Absolutely. I don't, and just like any dictatorship, they don't get a control of what they freaking uh, this this idiotic government. I, I don't know. When we don't go, we don't go politics. But I don't know. But their culinary experience of what? They oh, they eat, can make a food. And the way they do laundry. No, 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 but t- <laughs> I mean, they do laundry. I mean, they iron and fold beautifully. The no, geishas are uh, they're gifted in the art of conversation, when I, when I along talk, with the handy. When I talk about their their food, I mean their delicacies: bats and dogs and cats. Okay, I, that is, is where I do insane. have a fucking problem. Of course, it's well, insane. No other country in the free world is allowed to do that, and we turn the other head or turn the other cheek, as it were, and looky what happened. I mean, how many of these things? And, and again, we're not going to go off on that rant. No, we can't. But they cannot be. Once this is all said and done, and let's hope that's sooner, sooner than possible, they got to be brought to the table, not by the U.S., Jake, by the world, and say, look, we're, well, run, we're running a society here. You can't be spreading diseases from bats and rats and motor cars. Sure, as they're born, you're never going to uh, see no come unicorn. Back. Come back to Earth. Okay. 
All right. They, 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 do you think I, they're you think they're culpable, cap, uh, culpable of some kind of damage? Yeah. Well, I think Europe is now talking lawsuit against them. I'm talking nuclear bombs. Um, stop. The problem. Any any dealings with communism, you got to take with a grain of salt. And I'm not going to get into the political aspects of this, but this thing should have been taken care of when the first words came out in December from our uh, from our yeah. you know intelligence. And then they hid it and they lied. You did, you, when somebody said when she says, I'm, he, "I'm being transparent that everything's going to be okay," you don't take his word at it. Oh yeah, he's a communist. He oh, hates. He wants to be the number country, China, just like Putin and Russia want to be their number one. The bottom line is we are, we are the world, based on the song. Dion Warwick. We need to be our full strength. The world needs us to protect the world from itself. And we just screwed this. We just helped make the world worse. Yeah, and now if, if they wanted to come in here because, like, like it or not, there's going to be some economic uh, fallout from this, obviously. And if- As I said, I'm not go- I'm, I, it's going to take me some time. To have the faith, even seeing my friends, am I flying up to New York? Do I want to be on a plane? Yeah, JetBlue on May 4th starts oh. wearing masks. It's mandatory, which is great. Why the hell wouldn't it be already? Uh, but am I going to fly up there? I have July 23rd tickets to Madison Square Garden. Even if they play the concert, am I going to sit in a 20,000-seat arena? No. Who we you say? Bill Joel? Billy Joel, 300 bucks a seat. How about this? As if it's not nerve-wracking enough when you go to the airport. Worrying about hijackers and crashes. Now you got to worry about pandemics and dying from disease. It just took the notch of of flying and stressfulness up about 48 notches. Everything. Fly, and they ought to have just free drinks. With as many you get into an airport, they just, you got a cocktail? You got to get something, man. Get something in you. Yeah, it's just everything has to be questioned. In your, otherwise, you're not human. Humans make mistakes. We do it over and over and over again. I don't know who I'm seeing, who I'm with, where I'm walking, who has it, whether I have it, whether I had it. There's no testing. I, I can't find that out. I'm, you know, as a, uh, uh, I don't even like the word essential worker, but that's what they consider us. Not, you know, in being in front of so many people on a daily, weekly basis, I would like to know if I have it. It doesn't mean if I don't have it that I won't get it the next day. I consider you a first responder because when I, resp- I need donuts or something in the morning or I'm coffee. There. I'm there. Hey. Jay Jacobson takes care of me. But don't, don't. I see AMS workers. Oh, two I'm things just, here. I'm I, being I, funny. I, two things. I see them every day. They come into the store to shop. I God love them. They're up. great guys. And, you know, I love uh, kibitzing with them. If you don't know that Jewish Yiddish word, it's just fooling around talking with them. I just lost my second cousin, 66 years old. This is a uh, true story. The COVID? COVID. Uh, three weeks on a ventilator oh. and uh, found out uh, this morning when I woke up that he had passed yesterday. Oh, sorry to hear that, buddy. And he was, uh, you know, he's a Facebook friend. I see him every other year. He comes down to see some friends and he comes by to see me. He comes from the East Coast to West Coast. He's that type of guy. But the tributes on Facebook from fellow workers who work with him. Uh, under his own leadership as a boss of them right. and what he had done and their experiences through 20, 30, 40 years of being, him being an EMS worker were heart-wrenching. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's so freaking sad because God only, it's just, you know, this is a good guy who really wanted to help. I mean, he was in the middle of all this. That's why. He risked his life and he died. And you, you pointed it out. And I guess I'll stick to just making fun of quarterbacks and shit on, on Facebook and I'll leave it to the 12-year-old girls who want to argue. That's why you popped in there and exactly my sentiments. You know, don't just discredit my aunt who died and two other people who are on ventilators in New York 
and your friend who died? Why would these cockamamie schemes that it's all some big cover-up? Well, you got a dead friend, and I got a dead aunt. Cousin. Cousin, and we got a... So do 50,000 other people. And don't... It, I think it's discredits and it, it it kind of insults their life and their and their it just it's it's so the world is a mess. How, how would you believe? I mean, I'm not saying you believe everything you read on the see on the news. Obviously, no one believes that bullshit. But I would believe NBC or CNN or God forbid any of them over some jerk off on YouTube. See, people see a YouTube video and think, oh, that's the that's the uh, yeah. the written word. Well, you, get, <laughs> you get that on Facebook too. Oh my God! These false uh, propaganda uh, yeah. news uh, stories that are so—it's all five G. It's the new. It's the new internet, Jake. It's causing it. Get out of here with that nonsense. All right. Anyway, oh, I want just to my, to my cousin David Stone. Well, rest in peace. I God love bless you. you and his family and everybody. Yep. And to John Garvey, uh, listening to the pro Garve, uh, we appreciate your support. You're our monthly uh, listener of the week, month, whatever it is. We'll come up with a, pa- a prize package. You've been a lifetime right. supply of absolutely nothing. All right. Oh. Snow Olds Bard with Ozzy and Jake. Uh, as we talk draft ESPN, kudos to them doing a great job. The fact is that they moved things along once the announcements were made. They had highlights. They broke it down. It was just, I loved it. I, I mean, I never want, maybe because there is no sports and there was no Ranger game or Lightning game or Met game or Rays game on, which there could have been. I watched the first round, went to bed at 10-15 right after the uh, Dolphins picked at 18, I think it was. I watched the second round on Friday, and I watched the third round on Saturday. I loved every second because I... I got a chance to learn about other players and the experts, so-called experts who watch these guys and see the films, break down who they think they were, the guys as a talent, and how they'd make out in the NFL. And I love that stuff. I do, too. And, it, you know, it, it's kind of like opening. It's like the beginning of spring training, Jake. Hope springs eternal. Every team, every pick of your fan of that team, you're pumped through the roof because this is your guy. Unless you're the Raiders and they take some ridiculous pick like they still you know, the old man's been dead for 10 years. They still... They love speed. They love speed, but they, they love that wide receiver. And how do you not? And what a machine. What a, fact, what a factory for football players that Alabama is. 11 players taken, I think, in the top 20. Oh, well, yeah. That's half of their starters gone to the NFL. That's SEC wow. anyway. By the way, you want to know about Jonathan Taylor, uh, one of the highest rated running backs coming out of the draft. Uh, uh, you know, Wisconsin is a... Basically, a factory of running backs like Penn State used to be for linebackers. Sure. Wisconsin, every single year, they got some stud out there. Jonathan Taylor broke all the records, uh, and he went number 41 overall pick. So the to Buccaneers, who? He went to Indianapolis. That sucks. Which man. was a good pickup for them. Well, let's hope. Let's. I guess it, it spells one thing. They said the number one uh, Buccaneer who, in, who came out of the draft the best. Well, hopefully, that's Rojo Jones. It's his job now to lose. Now he did show some some flashes, like he was about to break one, and he won't have Rondi, he won't have Peyton Barber in his way. I don't understand why they knew halfway through the season that Rojo was the by far the the better of the more upside of the two between him and Barber's long gone. But, but only one 100 yard game to his career. I mean, you, you hope to God he can. And I have faith in him. I'm not done. I think he could be a superstar. Let's hope these two kids, the kid Keyshawn, different spelling, out of Vanderbilt. You know. All the great, great talent that's come out of Vanderbilt. You know that very few people know this, Jake. The Vanderbilt uniforms, they have the white stripe down the side of the pants. The glory of Vanderbilt uh, disease, disease. The glory of Vanderbilt designed jeans. Very few people know that. I did not know that. Name one other Vanderbilt star and you I get a dollar. I, I, Jay Cutler. There you go. And he was a five-star dick. 
But let's hope just got divorced, by the way, from his oh, uh, reality show wife. He, he, I wonder if he gives a shit about that. This guy cares about nothing. This is the memes of him with a cigarette hanging out of his pie hole are too much. Remember when he felt he came back to the Dolphins, Jake, for a one-year, ten million dollar deal, and he gave up his TV job. You know, the, t- was, the TV job was not there when he came back. He was such a bust coming oh. back. He, I mean, he, he's talking about a guy who mailed who it in. Me a lot like Jeff George. I think though Jeff George had a lot more. How should I say it? Um, uh, Pride. Pride. Oh, chutzpah, yes. He Jeff George looked like Pete Ro- like Brett Favre compared to Jeff to uh, Smoking Joe Frazier. I mean, Cutler can swing that ball when he was drafted. Uh, what, Chica- was it Chicago he came out of? Then he, yeah, he went, went to, to Denver. The, and, he started in Denver, went to the okay. Bears for, uh, what's his face, Kyle, the, the quarterback. I can't remember his name. Was, uh, neither one of them. Well, he actually had two good, two or three good years in the Bears, but a noted douchebag anyways. So there wasn't really a lot of surprises. Burrow to the Redskins, uh, the uh Bengals, it's a career quarterback. That's a once-in-a-generation kind of guy. Let's hope maybe, just maybe, you can turn around the bumbling Bengals, who they always draft the best guy available, don't they? Well, it's easy when you have a, the first three picks every year. Well, let's see what Miami does with Tua. Let's see what Philadelphia decides to do with Jalen Hurts. Will they? Oh, that one hurts. Is it a backup for a guy who's injury-prone and Wentz? Is it for uh, a Hill-type uh, you know, quarterback receiver slot guy like New Orleans, New Orleans uses right. uh, for the Saints? Uh, Jameis Winston signs a contract. Yeah, uh, very with the Saints. B- along the same day, when they re-upped their their utility knife, their their uh, utility s- knife. Yeah, their used Swiss Army knife, J- J- uh, Casem Hill. They gave him a forty million dollar deal. Now, granted, he's not this backup quarterback. Yeah, per I se. don't see him as a. Qu- I mean, he lines up as a quarterback. But sure. I I, 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 li- I guess if Breeze gets injured. They got somebody like I mean, you're not going to put Hill cannot be a all down. Uh, uh, no, he's a gadget uh, guy. But I, I tell you I, what, Jake, they I lost said, Bridgewater to you know to Carolina, so they had to get somebody. Why not Winston? I would put if you know it's a copycat league, and that worked. That Chase and Hill worked. I would have that on every team, just like the the uh, little guy over the middle that the Patriots started. Now every well, team has one. Wes Welker, things sure. like that. Yeah, but it's not, again, you've got to, not everybody can do that. It's not that simple. He'll, he'll can throw the ball. He'll can run the ball. He'll can catch the ball. He can do he anything. Can be, he could be a, a decoy being in there. He means a lot. That's not me. If it was that easy, more teams would be using that. I think you could find a talented guy, but you know, it's a lot of, it's a lot to ask one player. There was one game last year, Jake, as I recall, he played 11 positions. He lined up at defensive end. I mean, he's out there playing safety, kicking balls, water boy, doing it all. So Jameis gets another shot. And truth be told, it's a one-year deal. And if, if uh, Breeze goes down, which is very likely being a 41 years old, but how about that? Just, what, is a, what a setup, Jameis aside. Brady Breeze, two times this coming season. What a freaking, you talk about a wet dream for Fox. And I mean... <laughs> The matchups are going to come out of this thing. And then, how about the Brady, the Bucks trip now to Vegas? Boy, does that look awful fun. I hope it's late in the season. Maybe you and I will go out there, Jake. What do you think? Oh, why not? Why not? It's why right. not? Don't give me your sarcastic, sarcastic why not. Well, let's say, uh, again, we're talking about flying around. I, I've canceled everything for the next 10 years I'll right drug now. you. I'll whack you over the head, put you in a suitcase, jo- Jeffrey Dahmer style. I'll wake you up when we're at the win. Hey, Jake, wake up. I'm going to go down and play some blackjack. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking up, you know, we were looking, talking about Jonathan Taylor. So, you know, top running backs, J.K. Dobin, Dobbins uh, was drafted in the second round by the Ravens. But I'm, it's not, I'm trying to find out at what number he was picked. Because the third round pick after that for Baltimore is pick number 71. 
So if Dobbins was available for the Buccaneers, yeah, he was there. I I'm sorry, I would have taken him. I would have too because he was at some on some boards. He he was the top running back available. And let's face it, they had no running game last year. They must have a lot of hope in in one uh, Rojo Jones, and they're going to scour. I'm sure they're. Is there even a veteran out there? They were talking about Fournette. They must really not like him. The, the Jaguars started to give him to the Bucks, But he's got a $4 million you know what, ticket they, price. They have some, you know, you know, Fournette is big and strong and uh, powerful runner. Uh, Sixth in all-purpose yards this year. He, wasn't, he yeah. didn't embarrass himself. I, 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 look, Jacksonville, you know, you talk about bad friends like the Knicks are in the NBA. That's yeah. why Jacksonville is. You think they've gotten over the hump? Never. And they're about to turn the corner, and that... It's gone. Well, you know where they're going to hit, turn the corner? is when they head for London Town. And they're headed there because now they're playing two, if not three, games a year in jolly old England. Anybody who can't see that, you need to just forget glasses, carve your eyes out, and stick new ones in. They are going to London. They've been playing every year there, and now the NFL's doubling down and sent them there twice. Shaka Khan, he tried to buy Wembley, Jake. Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. He's a billionaire. Have you seen their their uh, team facility? It looks like a, uh, what do they call that in the Middle East? So what is, it? is there a team like uh, like Washington and Snyder who has someone that has like the biggest yacht in the history of the world? I'm serious, and Daniel Snyder? Is that what, the, you know, you get oh. these guys with so much money and you they want to win, but they can't? They say Shaka Khan, when he defecates, $100 bills come out. <laughs> Speaking of which, yes. to hop back off the topic of football, how about the little freak in North Korea? They're saying he's dead. Uh, well, as far as yesterday's briefing, uh, Trump said uh, he's he'll have more to answer about that in, just, in a little bit. It's a shocker, too, because the guy seemed like to be in such great shape, too. Oh, yeah. Round. Yeah. How about this? You know what? Here's a little. The only reason I bring this up is, is for this. It's lore in North Korea where, of course, they make their own <laughs> history up. The, their, the grandfather said that he once shot an 18 in a round of golf. Hole in one every shot, Jake. What a round. Um <laughs> It's also very, very well known in the uh, annals, which is going to come into play here in a second, that both the grandfather, son, and little, the late little fatty have no anus because they're so perfect that shit doesn't come out of them. Maybe he was full of shit and he exploded. That's true. Look it up. Google it. His haircut, though. I know he's do- oh. he did on behalf of his grandfather or his father. I-, I don't know. If he is dead and his sister takes over, does she have to get a cut like that, too? Does she get that fat? And does she have an anus? Sure. Did you ever see a picture of her? She's no. very attractive. She is? Oh, yeah. I'm talking attractive. Really? Yes. Well, that's what you get a when you rape all attracted. the girls. When you rape all the girls from the villages from every town in your starving-to-death country. As we go all over the place with no holds barred, by the way... Getting back to the draft, J.K. Dobbins, number 55 pick. You got that? Found, uh, there he is on the line there. Yes. Hi, J.K. He so says Do- it's pronounced Dobbins. So, <laughs> he called her into correct pronunciation. Is that true? I don't know. No, I think it's Dobbins. So, it's what, Dobbins. So the Buccaneers could have had him? What was the Buccaneers? Huh. Uh, let me see. He I took th- Winfield. I mean, let's face it. A lot of people had Winfield as the top safety on the board. Let me find um, Not on the board right in the draft. And, well... Let's be real. That Buccaneer pass defense has been god-awful for a decade, if not longer. Uh, you know what? What do I know? All right? Dobbins can suck, too. Who knows? Exactly. They. I mean... I don't think he's an Ezekiel Elliott. And if he is, then Buccaneer's in big trouble. He's not even an Ezekiel Elliott that, at this that, point. Whatever. How about this? Speaking of your Packers. Speaking of my Packers. How do my Packers? I'm a Jets fan. Oh, that's right. Well, Favre went to play for the Jets and shit all over the field. 
How about the very bizarre move? 26 pick overall, and I don't even like this kid, Jordan Love. He led the Mountain West for Utah State in interceptions. If you can't read Mountain West defense, how's that play out in a pro football, Jake? And how does that affect the future of one Aaron Rodgers, who's they can now release at any point. Obviously, they're not going to within the next two or three years. But I've heard this theory. Two years of Brady, we'll get Aaron Rodgers next at 39. <laughs> what the hell's so funny? Uh, I'm going to get to that in a second. But if, uh, Antoine Winfield, the Bucks' second-round pick, was number 45. So you, Whose if, father if, played if, for the Vikings and intercepted a pass by Tom Brady in 2001. And, like that. and his cousin, Dave Winfield, is a Hall of Fame baseball player. Ah, I put that one. I already hopped the skip. Are they, win, are they seriously cousins? No, I have no Winfield idea. went to Minnesota, I have you know. no idea. You yes, know his dance yes, on I the did. ceiling is go for Greg. Two gophers taken in this one draft. Because when he and I went to the game, I fell asleep the entire game. <laughs> The receiver they picked up, who is named Tyler Johnson. That's another kind of funny thing. Now, there's two Tyler Johnsons in Tampa Bay. Um, he went for an 87-yard touchdown uh, catch. So, obviously, there was some dignitaries from the Buccaneers at the Outback Bowl in a more beautiful day. I can't remember. Although, yesterday, to hop off the sports again, yesterday might have been the nicest day in weeks. You believe the weather? It's, it's seventy. It's, it was so nice oh, last night. Sitting God. outside, got a cigar, glass of wine, had my iPad, watching it, TV. It was great. Run a batch. Beautiful. Anyway, so this is going to be going to the, I hate to say it like this, the anals of the Buccaneer or the hey, let's history. Let's face it. If there's any team that goes to the anals, it's Tampa if, Bay. If Winfield and Dobbins both end up being great players, okay. And then it's okay for the Buccaneers to have made that selection. But if Winfield becomes a, stu- uh, a bust and oh. Dobbins is a stud, they are going to be questioning the the that they could have had. E- and even Jonathan, well, Jonathan Taylor went first before Dobbins. So he could be he could be the new Buster Posey. They continually go to the Buster Posey that the Rays passed on, and I forgot who the hell they got. Nobody never made the major. But this always happens. Dan Marino was passed on by so many teams, hey, including my New York Jets, who took Ken O'Brien, who was a good player. But not, of course, of the caliber of Mr. Marino. Everybody sat there, and everybody in the league could have had Aaron Rodgers. Remember that day? He just sat there, sat there, and sat there. So. All right. Well, there. Let's. That's you reminded me. All right. We're going to go back to the Aaron Rodgers. Your theory that in two years, because of the uh, uh, the drafting of who Jordan Love. Jordan Love, who they said he's got. He's very, very raw. Led the Mountain West, Jake, with such powerhouses as Boise State. Well, they are a powerhouse, but <laughs> they're not known for their defense. The over-under on every game is 140. Well, yeah. Well, it's like Jalen Hurts goes from the SEC, uh, more of a defense, even though defense really isn't prevalent in college football anymore because the offense is so good. Yeah. But he goes to uh, that to, uh, you know, the high-flying uh, Oklahoma. Say, what's that say about their their uh, their five-star quarterback the, with the boils on his neck? Wentz. Is he done? You talking about Carson? Yeah, Carson Wentz. I didn't it, know he had boils on his neck. Oh, my God. Remember that NFC Championship game? He was on the... A sidelines and yeah. he had a boil yeah. that kept yeah. oh my god it was the number one thing on Twitter pop that thing pop that pop thing. that thing dot net it had its own life it winked uh, at me why this is what I hate why though. Doesn't it? go ahead 
You got Aaron Rodgers bitching and moaning about them drafting a quarterback. Really? Listen, you are a Hall of Fame quarterback. You are phenomenal. I love watching you. You also have the ability to still get out of the pocket and take it upfield when you have to. You're a big-time player. What did he want? Shut up. He wanted talent. He wanted some skill players, didn't he? You know, you sat behind Brett Favre for, what, four or five years and learned and came out, and look what it did. It made you a better quarterback. So what happens if, if for the next two or three years you got a guy that you're grooming? What is wrong with that? Let him learn under you. What are you bitching and moaning about? Yeah, and if anybody knew, because he, he was, it was very well known that Brett Favre didn't help him out at all. If anything, he resented him. Now he's doing the same thing to this kid? Uh, he I'm not even happy stepped on it. the field. He's complaining and bitching and moaning. Fuck him. Oh, Dobbins went to our... Baltimore. My buddy... Uh, Jerry Coleman's Baltimore Ravens. Yeah, that's what I said. He went, he went as the number 51st pick. They are loaded. 55th. Yeah, 55th. They are loaded now with, with the uh, the stud quarterback and now a stud running back. Lamar Jackson. Cam Akers the, which goes out to the Rams to replace Todd Gurley, who I thought the Bucks could have thrown some money at. Saints always love their linemen. Bills always get strong and do nothing. Well, they also could add Gordon. Jeremy Chin was taken by the Panthers in a... A show of solidarity for Chinese people. <laughs> Umik Robertson, corner for the Raiders. No one had him on any board. Is there a goofier team when it comes to draft day than the Oakland now slash LA slash Vegas Raiders? Well, Remember when they took Darius Hayward Bay and nobody even had any notes on him because they, they had no idea who he was. But now, you know, this is, you know, Gruden makes all these trades. I'm already, and think about Dallas. Yeah. I mean, I was if the Jets didn't get an offensive line uh, lineman, I, this is the guy. CeeDee Lamb, to me, was the best receiver in college oh. football from Oklahoma. I mean, he didn't have the studs around him like um, like Ruggs did with uh, with Jerry, Jerry, whatever his name is. Jerry Juggs? The two, well, the two, the two receivers that Alabama had, the top, oh, yeah. you know, picks that came out. But CeeDee Lamb, to fall to Dallas, now him and Amari Cooper? He was, uh, he was there as well. Ezekiel Elliott and Dak Prescott. And Ezekiel. He was there as well when the Bucks took their freaking uh, uh, second-round pick. Who was there? CD? CD. No, they didn't need receivers. I know. Well, they got one. But, yeah, but that's, that's who I wanted to get. This is uh, number 11. I If if all four offensive tackles were gone by the time they got to 11, CD Lamb was the guy the Jets. They were going to go after a receiver. It was just two. C.D. Lamb was my guy. I think it. I think you're going to like Perryman. I know you're going to love that offensive tackle, left tackle. I like Baylor's Mims. 6'2", uh, runs a 4'3", 840. Uh, I, I mean, this is... I like Bella Reese. I thought she was dynamite in designing women. Per- Perryman can fly. Mims can fly. You can pirouette. I'm I, liking this. I, so if I'm buying stock in a young team in the, in the NFL, Jets are on the top short list. It's very kind of you to be uh, somewhat biased for me. Well, I'm a, I have no real AFC team. I love the New York tri-state area, and I don't like Giant fans. I, I, I appreciate it. I, I, I like the Jets. I've always been a fan of the Green, and uh, I think they always get a backseat Scroogey job from New York fans. They have to be second fiddle. And I am also the president of BringBackShea.com. We're going to rebuild Shea Stadium, and they're going to play their home games there. And the even when there's no baseball being played, I want half the field dirt. No holes barred, Ozzy and Jake. <laughs> was that the worst thing I, you've ever seen? I just. I mean, it was. Any what's better than a preseason game when, or the mid, an early season game when it's half an infield out there? This is so funny. 
So what? I mean, let, let's let's discuss the upcoming. Let's let's skip over hockey. And assume there's no. Oh, if there's hockey's done, you'll be lucky if it ever plays again. Baseball is the big question. Uh, uh, football, baseball is more. It's like golf when they, you know, they, they're going to have the match in Texas because you don't need fans there. I mean, it's nice on the last day to have fans going sure. crazy at the 18th hole and all that. But really, it's kind of irrelevant. And you, of course, you can have your social distancing. Baseball is more in that lines, unless you're having a close play at the plate or second base or all that. But there is some social distancing there. What I, uh, I would, you know, players want to get tested regularly. Players want to go out there and play. You want to keep fans out of the stadium. I'm all for it. I'm fine with it. I, I just want to watch a baseball game now. Oh, you see, so you're all for an, a no a fanless and uh, uh, yes, I have no problem with it. And and how about foot, this bastard? Football, the same thing. Look. I went to an XFL game, and shame on them for can- not canceling the season, but also disbanding the, the league after so much money was put into it, and, and they actually did a pretty good job. I'm pissed off. I, I got the Viper pack. What am I supposed to do with that? <laughs> what am I going to do with all this lime gear? I'm going to the uh, man in green uh, ball, yeah. ball dance next yeah. week. So I go to the game, and I, I don't know, 13,000 people in a 65,000 oh, I remember that game. Stadium. You went on and on about it. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it, so... That was what it was like watching a game without any fans there. I have no problem watching TV. I mean, it's nice. You, of course, you love, as a player, you want to hear the crowd. You want to be psyched up whether you're playing on the road or at home and all that. But At the Trump, who the hell notice? As a, and there you go, baseball. They, you know, it's kind of like a, it's going around that, that kind of humor with the Tampa Bay Rays not yeah. having any fans anyway. But bottom line is, I'm okay with watching baseball. I'm okay with watching football. If the, I just want to watch a game. If there are no fans in there, I get it, but I get it. Well, I it, want it. That, and I'm, I guess I'm with you on that because if, if they're going to have preseason football, which starts in late July, the camp starts in July. The first preseason game is the first week of August. Correct. Well, the, it's too late to start baseball by then. And so if baseball's not going by then, they, they plan on putting football. Maybe the preseason, there's no one in there. Well, That'd be fine with me. Well, first of all, they have the Hall of Fame game, which comes first. I might come at the end of July, uh, as early as that. But, you know, football is a contact sport. Guys are close together. You know, a lot of scrimmage. Uh, what happens a, if one player comes up positive? Well, that's it. It has to be. Again, we don't know. Can you get a test every single game before every game? Can well, you get it five days in advance to see uh, if everybody's see, okay? I, I, I mean, these are. You, and the players have to be willing to take a chance to go out there and play as well. You struck on something, and I understand testing, testing, testing is the key. But, Jake, wouldn't you have to test every day? Yeah, Because if guess. you don't have it today, Correct. doesn't mean you're going to have it tomorrow. Yes. So- Unless they find out that if you had the antibodies, that you are immune for whether a lifetime, like the chicken pox. You got the chicken pox. You might get shingles later on, but you won't have... Uh, the chicken box. Again. I had the mumps. I had the mumps on top of shingles. It so, was not. Uh, I bet yeah, pretty. it's got to be horrible. But you know, he's got to feel strong and feel great. Is that ugly <laughs> prime minister? God bless him, man. He made it through. I thought he. Had, I had Johnson. him. I had him written off. A guy of of that kind of look. He just looked like he died. Nobody told him. He's back with a vengeance, and he can walk like Superman through anything. Because he's got the antibodies. Well, they, well, again, they don't know for sure. That's what we have to find Let's out. Got him up and use him as bait. If you're immune for it, to it afterwards, they just don't know now. What if it comes back stronger in the fall? What if it comes back stronger in a month? Because uh, again, we're getting political. Uh, yeah, I, again, well, I don't think I think it's political, but it's just reality. 
I, I just, you know, not every attorney's great. Not every doctor is right. Not every, you know, president's right. Not every politician's right. No, they're not. But I still would go, you go with the guys who know best, who I'll at least have a better odds, and that would be a doctor. Exactly. A and scientist. I'll tell you what, the, the only politician I really like out of this is Cuomo. Cuomo, whatever, Cuomo. from New York. Andrew. He came on last night and said, look, this isn't a time for Democratic Republicans. This is a time about saving, coming together as a country. Hey, he is, you he know is what? really wants to, he could run for president and win a landslide He's, right now. He, he is considered a Democrat, but he is one tough son of a bitch. And he always really was. Is. There's a lot of people that don't like him personally. But after this is where you find out a guy taking charge. It's, it's like well, a coach of a... Uh, of a team, you might not like him, but you got to say, "Wow, I respect him. He knows his shit." You that might not dude like, you know, is like a punk. leader. He's a leader. He's a big leader, and I'd love to have him coming on every night, in, uh, calming the American people instead of being baited by twenty-five-year-old, thirty-year-old reporters looking to make a name for themselves. And, the, and he does every time. But Cuomo, I think, and his brother asked him point blank. Of course, his brother, of course, having it now. The, his wife's got it. Um, he said, "You want to run for president?" No. You want to. How about by president? No. You're going to move to Washington? No. I mean, he just very. But, but we've heard that before. But did you see what Not he said him, yesterday, though? They, they asked him if you can do, uh, do you regret anything? And he said, yes, I regret that I didn't take this. Uh, not seriously, but if I didn't start this, yep. uh, he he was more afraid of the, how the people would have reacted if he started this a month earlier, you the, can, the lockdown. That's what the, the, he regrets it. The, that's what I want to hear. Somebody tell me the truth. I made a mistake. I, if I can put everything back, I would redo this. I would do it. Uh, and then that's what you want to hear from somebody. Exactly. That's why Pete Rose wasn't in the Hall of Fame, because he lied for 30 years or whatever, 25 years, didn't admit it. Just lied, 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 lied. Don't lie. And that's you what... Mean, we, all, we understand. Make people make mistakes. Doctors give the wrong, uh, you know, uh, they look at it something. What's the word I'm looking for with doctors? Malpractice, the wrong no, prescription. Well, that, you the, get sued for malpractice, but they can make the wrong the diagnosis. diagnosis. It happens. Who was the, who was the uh, Yankees pitcher who got popped, exactly the lefty with a mustache, who got popped the exact same time they were playing for the Astros? The same time he got popped as, as Clemens. He came out at a press conference and cried. He played for another two or three years. America's favorite, New York's favorite son. What that was his name? With the eyes, he'd stare at you down at home plate. Uh, Italian guy. Uh, Pitched what, the Yankees and the, and the Astros. What, the end of his tail of his career. Very popular what player. What year? Uh, late 2000s. Because he, was, he got popped the same time that Clemens did. Uh, not Rigetti. Why do I think Rigetti? Italian kid. Oh, you're talking about... Um, Lefty with the eyes. Yeah, shush. God damn it. I, Ray's gone. Oh, uh, God. Dave, we'll call him for an argument. We'll call him Dra- Dave Rigetti. Uh, um, no. Andy, Andy, Pettit. Pettit. Pettit, Pettit had you. a press conference. Pettit cried. Pettit played another three years. He can go to Yankee Stadium. He can go to any ballpark in the world. And they forgave him. But Clemens fought it tooth and nail, and he's not allowed anywhere. Just a minute. Red ass will get you nowhere in this world. Be a nice guy. Admit defeat. Ad- not defeat. Admit fault. No, I, I... Because that dickhead president, he won't admit, admit he's ever done anything wrong, and he's lived in this little bubble where if you if you oppose him, you're gone. You don't. You can't be like that, although he stays pretty well, true to that. You, if you oppose him, then he fires your ass. You have to be thick-skinned. Same thing with a great ball player. Exactly. you got to be able to take the heat. you got to take... Put the... If you're going to be in this position, whether it's politicians, whether it's an athlete, whether it's a CEO, you put the, the, the company or the whatever it is, on top of your shoulders. Yeah. And if you go down, you say, I screwed up. I take the blame. But it's it, my responsibility. And that doesn't mean game over. He could make 
he could make a lot of new supporters yes. if he said I screwed up and then turn it around and get the country back on his feet, but he won't do that. That's and why you know, Cuomo is getting the kudos that he's getting. Well, now. I don't know why he wouldn't consider running for president. because I think it's too late now. I mean, he can go as an independent, I guess. I yeah, it's I a little late this works. time around, but let's hope Bernie, if Bernie Sanders. I don't know, man. Bernie's guy, he's that. I mean, not Bernie Sanders. I'm the other brain dead guy. But Biden's a little long in the tooth, isn't he? How about, do you have anyone under 90 on your side? I, again, I'm not getting into this political stuff. You know, Is, my, Isn't I there mean, a hot we, shot young Democrat that I could vote for? Well, I love uh, I love Buttigieg, but he, you know, people feel he's a little young. And I Former think, Chicago mayor? And I think, yeah, uh, Cincinnati or Indianapolis, Indianapolis mayor, whatever it is. Uh, Boy, Chicago hit the trifecta. Black, gay, Jewish, and everything. I think it was Sammy Davis Jr.'s sister. But I'm a fan of, I think Buttigieg down the road is, uh, he's so brilliant and he's so uh, controlled and, he, and he's so quick. With his thought process, whether it's politically, he can be humorous. I think it's the uh, future. Well, if, if, if humor all it is, let's, let's get Slappy White as the next president. I don't know nothing about this bullshit. Right, all we know is that all right, but, let's play football. Let's, Hopefully, oh. the players have to agree to this. Uh, and again, if you, you know, some guys might say, I'm not playing without any fans. That's part of the fun of it. And then so be it. Then you don't get paid. What? What is the situation financially? Do these play? Is baseball players getting paid, or Great they won't get question. paid unless they play? Is each contact di- each contract different? Is there stipulations? I'm sure. You know, when you sign a contract for a hundred million, that's where there's lawyers, and they go through every possible scenario. Everything. But there are always loopholes. You there are loopholes, loopholes. but it, well, I mean, I, we're not going to sit here and feel sorry for a uh, a uh, pool holes or somebody. Uh, Mike Trout, who's not going to get his $100 million this year. I'm sure he can, he can ride it out. Don't you think, though, there's, there's fringe players? Just like there's musicians that continually tour, Jake. They're going to have a year without income. You might see, you know, the Burt Bacharachs of the world on the street. Well, that's, that's... I saw Engelbert Humperdinck on the way here, down by the Van Wazel. It was panhandling. It was very, very disturbing. There, I got, I'll tell you, you got to give the musicians credit what they're doing uh, to bring a little bit more fun and life and music without, you know, doing these uh, virtual type of concerts and in coordination with each other, going from one group to the next. I think it's fantastic because let's be honest. Uh, yes, of course, a lot, a lot of musicians, have one hit wonders, they make some money and then they piss it all away. But most of these people that we're hearing are the John Legends of the world, the Rolling Stones, uh, whoever's left, uh, Paul McCartney, all these May Celine what's her name? Dion. Celine Dion. All these people are are financially set for life. They don't have to work another day. Their money, their interest alone is bringing them millions of dollars a year. They are, but I'm saying there's a lot of fringe bands playing cruise ships and rip fest. They're going to be dying. I saw Night Ranger on the way here singing Sister Christian at the bus station for Nichols. And... I saw Herb Alpert. Sister Chris. Herb Alpert, the, the Tijuana Brass. Loved him. My father ha- loved him. Giving hand jobs at the bus station. I was looked down at him. I go, hey, it's like, hold up there. Are you Herb Alpert? He goes, see, you want whipped cream? It's another dollar. So here's it. You listen to the Manic show. Manic depression. You, you interpret it, and you decide whether you believe it or not. And, you know, I didn't forget to promote enough. If the, if the fine people listening, go ahead and like it. Like it, share it. Hell, on Anchor, you can even donate some. Give us a penny for every show. Just to show you're out are there. Are you what are you, soupy sales groping for money? I know, but we can do a soupy sales with a fake arm. Hey, who's at the door? <laughs> that was the greatest show ever, wasn't it? was a classic. Soupy was great. And you, what a naive, not that it matters, had no idea he was Jewish. 
He's in the Jewish Entertainers Hall of Fame. Uh, there you go. His For people that know Soupy Sales in, just go to YouTube and go Soupy Sales. That's oh. S-O-U-P-Y-S-A-L-E-S. I saw him on his comeback in the late 70s. He brought his show back to life. It was on WGN when I was a kid in Chicago. Oh, you have Cousin It at the, or the, it at the door of the big white arm, Fang. He was, <laughs> look, he was a very humorous, uh, very hyper uh, right. and they guy. They and weren't all kids' jokes. A lot of the jokes went over the, the kids' head yeah. mom, oh, yeah, aimed at no. mom and dad. He was like, I mean, the show was totally different, opposite, 360 from Mr. Rogers' oh, neighborhood yeah. to right. Soupy Sales, but it was that kind of... You know, he brought in years and years of uh, of network money. Slapstick humor. And people oh. loved him for, again, different reasons than Mr. Rogers, but he was well-followed, well-respected, and you loved him. But, yeah, pa- parents could watch it because he was nuts. Oh, you know, he's made comments. It looks like somebody went out last night smell <laughs> have another vat of gin before the show, Tom. I mean, he was just classic. Soupy Sal's YouTube, it. it's, uh, and, but it's I think the time Soup- he said, kids, go into your parents' drawers or their pockets. <laughs> And find money and send it out. And people, kids did it. And he'd do little crafts and stuff, but more, more it's than kind of like asking people to ingest, uh, 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 I don't know, disinfect it, and that will cure the COVID-19, if right? If that doesn't, I will suggest this. Ingest Bud Light Orange, an unofficial sponsor of the show. But unofficial. With a little help, well, wait, maybe we can get that sponsorship we've all been, you know, yearning for. And someday maybe a free Bud Light hat or T-shirt will come your way. So, again, thanks to... John Garvey, our listener of the month. John, thank you very much. You, your prize is you can come in here at your choosing and hang out with us for a show. Bring a mask. Bring a Bring condom. a mask. A full-fledged condom. Or if you, in lieu of that, how about you just invite me over, maybe my girlfriend over. We'll come over and have a few cocktails on the patio. Because that was one hell of a view. And we'll make fun of Steve Garvey. We went on for 20 minutes about Steve Garvey impregnating women. Because he had like 500 kids. I met Steve Garvey. Uh, Did he make a move on you? In Utah, my family and I. Uh, All right, that's like, about a obscure of a reference. I got to hear the rest of this. Well, I, it, the, it was quick. We were going to Utah to uh, Park City to ski. We went like a couple of years in a row. Right. And uh, we landed at the airport. We were at the uh, area where you pick up the baggage claim. And there was Steve Garvey. And I swear, <laughs> it's amazing sometimes you see, you know, this is a, he was a big body guy. Arms for days. Huge, Forearms. like Popeye. Popeye's right. But he was very short. I would say... Really? I don't know what they listened to him. And to me, he was no bigger than 5'8", five, 5'9". Five, Did he seem like a cartoon character to you? He because was, he seemed like Clark Kent. He seemed yes, phony. Yes, he was like too handsome, model handsome. I mean, he never even... He had the smile. And there was never a hair out of place. Nothing. And, but he was a hell of a player. Hell of a player. Hell Great of a defenseman. And a, a clutch hitter. But he, he wasn't a big guy. And I met... Uh, the power the, he had out of the, that wrist roll. And those forearms were like legs. And this is probably, I'm guessing, give or take 2008, something like that. So we're talking about 12 years ago, something like that. Now, many years before that, I was, uh, when the Mets, back in the 80s, I followed, the, this is, I, I don't remember if it was 85 or 86 the year they won the World Series. We went to, friends and I went to California. We went, uh, the Mets were playing San Diego at the old Jack Murphy Stadium. Oh, which nice. Is a great place to watch a game. So we were going to a game. But anyway, we went to the San Diego Zoo, and there was Howard Johnson. Hojo. So I see Hojo, and I, again, another guy who had these thick, wrist, forearms, the whole thing. That's why I was able to get some pop as a switch hitter. But he didn't seem any big. I mean, he was a little bit bigger than me, but I would say maybe 5'8", five, 5'9", five, tops. I don't know where they list them, I'm but that's the, it. I'm always the same way. When I meet someone in, in real life, I'm always shocked how small they were. I stood next to John Lynch in the Bucks locker room. He looked like my daughter. Now, I wouldn't mess with him. He was solid as a rock, but 
I don't know. You just picture people being bigger. Quick trivia. What team did Howard Johnson finish his career with? Uh, I know he started with Detroit. That's who the Mets got him from. But I have no idea. Who the Cubs. Finished. The Cubs. Cup of coffee. And well, the career. He, him and Ray Knight were a great tandem to have at third base. But, you know, depending on who was pitching and stuff like that. And they both gave us a lot leading up to the World Series. But I thought it was great that Ray Knight married a man and it was openly accepted. Nancy Lopez, thank you. She has a penis, I understand. Um, so... Like, with Garvey, I didn't have a chance really to talk to him. I did say hi, and I, that might have been a 30-second discussion. Howard Johnson, meeting him at the uh, uh, San Diego Zoo, the fact is, me being a Met fan and having so much knowledge of the Mets, he was incredibly gracious. Where really? Able to sat, I, we were stood up wherever we were, the part of the zoo, and we literally spoke for 30 minutes. You have an actual phenomenal. conversation with a baseball Absol- player? Absolutely. This is Howard Johnson, you know. Yes, it went better than, than Steve, uh, Tom Seaver? It was the Tom Seaver, you know that story. I know, was it's awful, legendary. Awful. I mean, I, God bless him, greatest pitcher in Met history. Total douche. Uh, but, uh, and in the midst of, of course, Alzheimer's, so I feel bad, but he was a douche to me. I can't speak on behalf of all the people who knew him, but for me, he was. But I would tell you, my favorite guy was Boom Boom Mancini. When I met him up in the Catskills, he was training for a fight. And, and I honestly don't remember if it was. Before uh, that, he uh, you know he knocked out the guy and killed him from uh, Korea or Taiwan, Kim Jong Un or whatever his name that is. That guy had it coming, by the way. But Boom Boom Mancini was amazing. I watched his workout because that's where they trained in the Catskills. Met him. I, I don't remember if it was in the uh, steam room or if it was in the locker room. <laughs> but we had the most <laughs> amazing discussion for again a thirty to forty-five minutes. Just a unbelievable humble guy my favorite player as a kid now oddly enough i grew up in chicago was the new york yankee third baseman greg nettles i just was obsessed with him i played third base i modeled everything after him i've very rarely been tongue-tied or starstruck in my life he played for bradenton of the senior league and i got to the game early and he got to go on the field and not as a press but just as a fan and uh i had my sports illustrated with him sideways on the cover and everything and Jake, I couldn't freaking talk. <laughs> Greg Nettles, my all-time hero. I worship this guy, and I could, I'm like, could, could, could you sign this? I, I locked up, man. The one time you weren't on drugs or drugs, I couldn't this is say what a happened. fucking word. Poor kid. Oh, but Greg Nettles, what a player he was. All right, Jake, it's been fun. It's good to see you, man. Yeah, and, just hey, stay the, safe. We got through. It's nowhere near over, but the num the the the. the Curve looks like it's on its way down. Less cases every, less new cases is, means the end of it. And let's just get through this. And boy, we'll, we'll, we'll appreciate Cross everything. Everything we have, we're going to appreciate so much more, man. Listen to the infectious disease people, the Fauci's, the Burks, whether you respect Burks or not, what's going on now. She actually does know what she's talking about when it comes to the disease. Absolutely. Trust what they have to say. Keep your distance for a while. Let this thing play itself out. Yeah, there's no rush to get back to anything unless, of course, you're starving. And that's, you know, that's... And again, I'm not speaking as a... I'm not a doctor. I'm telling you my personal opinion. Just, you know, we don't want to relax. He's not a doctor. One time I had a hemorrhoid. He told me to go get some kind of a salve and put it on my feet. I said, Jake, what is this? Then he hung up on me. Hi, Jake. No holds barred. Listen to what we have to say. Take it or leave it. Believe it or not. Like it. uh, Share it. Listen, download. I said the best way to go is Spotify or down or SoundCloud. There, it's a free app. You can it automatically loads in. But Google, iPlay, YouTube. I said it was say Looney Tunes, Stitcher, Spreaker. All they're all on there. All right, for Jay Jacobson. I'm Ozzy the Sports Junkie. Go to OzzyTheSportsJunkie.com. Jake, I put out all kinds of new stuff on there. Some salacious new pictures. 
So check those out. Check and uh, out. Hey, man, just get involved because radio's dying, people. This is the new radio. The new radio, except the only thing that's dying is 970 and 620. With Longer a great Aaron J- Jacobson <laughs> just crushing it. Is he doing the busy back in the studio? No, no, no. They're doing God. it in the home still. Oh, and a quick thank you and a shout out to Miss Emma Jules. Ooh. Emma, I watched the show. And who's and Emma Jules? Your wife, thank your lovely you. wife. And a bigger, not a bigger shout out to Emma. A shout out to Josh, your other son, who did the video. And the video is fantastic. Oh, thank you. Uh, Pat and Aaron of 620. Of course, Emma being Pat, uh, Aaron's Jake's wife, son's mother. Mother. She wife. had a recipe for chicken nachos. And I'm not a big fan of, I like fried chicken wings. And it's about only chicken or chicken sandwich processed. Emma, we made it because my, my lovely girl and I sat in bed and watched it on our phone. I said, we got to try that. The next day we tried it. You couldn't have been more simple and easy with the directions. Re-soaking a cooked chicken in hot sauce and barbecue and then applying it. And then she goes, put up like a pound of cheese on either side. I go, I hear Jake says, she just, she's a maniac in the kitchen. Emma, best nachos I've ever had in my life. Go, she's gold. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put the recipe because I screenshot it. I'm going to put it on the website. I might go make some now. If she was Coming on with you. I was going to say, she was just good in bed as she is cooking. Oh! <laughs> Looks like there might be a vacancy. I'll be able to buy over solo. Hope my son's on this. <laughs> All right, Jake. See you next time on the No Holds Barred with Ozzy and Jake. Right here on the Ozzy Radio Network. Who the hell are you? Who the hell are you?